Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We're talking uh, English Premier League football now, uh, in particular, and the Manchester Derby has completed its 187th meeting of the two rivals, City and United, with uh, striker Erling Haaland continuing to find the back of the net for his third hat-trick of the season en route to a 6-3 Man City win. It's a busy weekend in the NPL, so there's always plenty to discuss. And joining us now uh, in that respect is uh, our very own pundit and uh, obviously uh, one of our very close brothers on uh, the station, Ricardo Ball. Um, and Ricardo, uh, a noted Manchester United supporter, uh, I've got to say, um, 6-3, that's conceding a lot of goals, my friend. Yeah, you're not wrong, Smithy. You're not wrong. Um, I mean, you know, you mentioned it. It's Harlan's, uh, was it his third hat-trick? Um, he's broken Michael Owen's record for the fastest of three hat-tricks in, in Premier League history. He's got, what, uh, 14 goals in eight games, um, which is, uh, yeah, is astounding, really, when you think about it. He's got 17 goals in 11 games across all competitions. He's just uh, absolutely uh, bossing the Premier League at the moment. Um, and, yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to see how to stop him. I said to you uh, last week when we had uh, Mark Rosanowski on, who's a City fan, that, you know, the one thing, uh, you know, you, from a United point of view, you hoped for was that when Ten Hag was in charge of Ajax last season, they played um, Haaland's Dortmund and managed to keep him scoreless over the two games. And you know, thought maybe that there was a way that Ten Hag had with Martinez to to shackle him, but I think the problem is when you've got Foden and you've got Grealish and you've got uh, De Bruyne, those are pieces that maybe Dortmund didn't have and they've just got so many ways of hurting you, Manchester City and it's just uh, impossible to plug all the gaps uh, today at the Etihad. So tell us about this this fellow, this Erling Haaland please, because uh, Hattrick's now against uh, Manu, Crystal Palace and Knott's Forest uh, to his name the first to do so in three successive home matches um, you mentioned, um, I think, in between seasons that he was a good signing. Do you, did you expect it would be uh, having this sort of impact initially? No, I didn't. Uh, and, I, and the reason, I mean, he's a very, very good player. I think he will go on to be, you know, talked about in the same uh, breath as, as the, the Ronaldos of this world type thing. And, you know, as his career goes on, he will achieve a lot in his career. But I thought because of the way Manchester City have played for so long under Pep Guardiola, they haven't really, I mean, since Sergio Aguero had an out-and-out nine, and even with Sergio Aguero there, Pep didn't play him all the time. He liked to play with false nines, and they liked to play a different way. So I thought it might take uh, some time for them to integrate him. I mean, as an example of what I mean, Jack Grealish, um, who has started this season really, really well, he was their big signing last season, and he didn't play very much. And he found, I think they found it hard to integrate him into the system. And I thought there might be an element of that at City this season with Haaland where they took, they'd have to change the style of play to an extent uh, to, to be able to bring him in and get the best out of him. But um, 
I think there have been some teasing issues. I think there have been uh, games where they could have scored more, which, which is probably frightening enough. Um, but, yeah, I think they're clicking now. De Bruyne and Haaland seem to almost have some sort of telepathic understanding. Uh, they're going really well. And then you consider Phil Foden as well, who nobody's really talking about, who scored a hat-trick today as well, the young English kid mm. uh, out of Stockport who's, who's come through their ranks. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you look at it. This is a Manchester United side that have beaten Liverpool and Arsenal in the last month. Um, so for them to concede six to Manchester City sort of shows how far ahead I think City are of the rest of the league, even if they aren't quite top of the league just at the moment. Eric Ten Hag's uh, relationship with Cristiano Ronaldo is something we seem to talk about every time we have a chat. Um, mm. Obviously, it's uh, not going to flash. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't think there's any secret that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo wanted out. He wanted to go play Champions League football um, because he has his eye on his legacy and his record of Champions League goals. And he's aware that his old mate, Lionel Messi, is still running around in that competition and doesn't want to concede uh, you know, the, being the all-time leader of uh, goal scoring in, in the Champions League. And so, yeah, he's been wanting to, to get out. Um, I mean, I think it just says a lot about where he is in his career at 37 that United couldn't find a Champions League club to take him. Um, there was, you know, he was offered to all the Italian clubs. Apparently, Napoli showed some interest, uh, but they wanted uh, some deal that would see United end up still paying most of his wages, so United didn't go for that. Um, Bayern Munich didn't want him. Paris Saint-Germain didn't want him. Uh, you know, I think Chelsea may have wanted him. Uh, the, the owner wanted him, but the coach Tuchel didn't, so that didn't happen either. So, yeah, he's in limbo at the moment, and he's not first choice. And, you know, we saw Anthony Martial, uh, who had a really good preseason, but then got injured. He's just come back to fitness he was on the bench with Cristiano Ronaldo and they opted for him over Cristiano Ronaldo to come off the bench. Um, Ted Hag has said afterwards that that was out of respect to Ronaldo. He didn't want to put him on in a game where the team were down as far down as they were. But I think uh, there's something else going on there. I wouldn't be surprised if after the World Cup, Cristiano Ronaldo ends up in Saudi Arabia where he's had a few big offers. Arsenal continue uh, to be at uh, the top of the table. Uh, they had 65% of the possession against Spurs and uh, Julie converted that into a 3-1 win with uh, Spurs losing a player down to 10. Uh, but uh, having said that, what has been the difference for Arsenal in the start to this season compared to last year? Well, I think Gabriel Jesus has been a massive uh, part of that. Um, you know, he was a, a bit of a could start, could not start week in, week out at City. He really is the number nine down the middle, but at City he was playing as a wide forward. And um, I think Arsenal, you know, they had Lacazette um, who didn't maybe do the work off the ball that, that's needed and they didn't really have a, an out-and-out nine last season. I think he has been a massive difference, Gabriel Jesus, to, to, to City. And so I think uh, that was a, a really good piece of business. I also think Saliba at the back who Arsenal bought three seasons ago and then just loaned them back to clubs in the French League for three seasons in a row. Um, because they didn't think he was ready. Well, they've brought him in and he's hit the ground running now. So I think they've, they've shored up at the back as well. Uh, they're, they're looking very good. And, you know, another player that maybe doesn't get talked about as much um, in the in the deal between Arsenal and City was that they also bought Zinchenko, the Ukrainian, who's often played left back 
for Manchester City. Uh, he, in the Ukrainian national team, plays in the midfield generally. He, he can play as a 10, he can play as an 8, um, or he can play as a left-back or a wing-back. So he, lots of opportunities there for him, and he's a really good ball player. He's almost uh, another playmaker, and I think uh, you know those additions that Arsenal have made have really, really helped them. And you know, it's ironic now that they've bought these two players from City who were, I guess you would say, squad players at City, uh, and they've improved Arsenal that much that we see Arsenal top of the league. One of the other high-scoring games of the weekend was a three-all draw between Liverpool and Brighton, uh, which sees Brighton still uh, in there on 14 points who, and uh, fourth on the ladder at the moment. Uh, what is the reason for their um, resurgence or the, the great start to the season in your mind? Well, I think that the, you know a lot of it's down to the great work that Graham Potter has done over the last few seasons, even though he's now at, at uh, Chelsea. Uh, he's set them up really well. He's built a really good uh, squad there and they've finally found a way to start scoring goals I mean Leandro Trossard who scored the hat trick he's a, he's a Belgian international but you know he's not a guy that gets talked about in the same breath as a De Bruyne or whatever but he's you know a very very good player he's a playmaker he can play on the wing he can play the 10 and uh, you know he scored a hat trick against Liverpool I mean I'm not sure when the last away player to score a hat trick at Anfield was but uh, it'll be a few, mm. few years between drinks I'm pretty sure and you know, I think uh, they're, they're really solid. They're tough to break down. And I know they can see the three goals in this game, but really they should have won it. Uh, they let Liverpool back in. They were 2-0 up. And they had to score late uh, to get an equaliser. But Liverpool seem really off the off the pace at the moment. I'm not sure what's going on there. There's something going on behind the scenes at Liverpool that um, suggests that maybe all is not right there. And uh, Klopp's got a bit of work to do. Smithy, he, when he was at Dortmund uh, and before that, when he was at Mines, there's something they, they called the seven-year itch with Klopp, where he's used to seven years with a team and then everything starts to fall apart. And I don't know if that's to do with, you know, the message becomes too samey and, and players switch off or, or what it is. But uh, this is his seventh year at Liverpool and things aren't going as uh, as Liverpool fans are used to under Klopp. And, yeah, I think there's a few problems behind the scenes. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that goes between now and that break for the World Cup. That's an interesting point you make uh, because, you know, a decade or so ago, even a little bit longer than that, I think it's fair to say, Ricardo, that, you know, uh, it was a time when there were lo- there was longevity in, in the management, particularly in the Premier League. If you look at Ferguson, if you look at Wenger, if you look at other candidates as well, but it's, it's getting rarer, isn't it, with the, with the amount of coaching talent and the way that, that they just seems to be a revolving door around Europe. Yeah, yeah, very much so. I mean, just this morning, the Wolves manager, uh, Bruno Large, they lost 2-0 yesterday to West Ham. Uh, he's been let go. So, um, you know, Wolves are there. I mean, I'm trying to remember how many that is. I think that's four or five managers already this season, and we're eight rounds in that have been let go by their by their clubs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's instant gratification, I guess you would say. I mean, you know, you consider that when... Ferguson, you mentioned, there came in in 1986 at United. He didn't win a trophy until 1990, and they didn't win the league until 92. Um, but that was, you know, they they took their time. Uh, they had patience with them. Uh, they built, uh, you know, rebuilt the youth youth teams set up at United, and they rebuilt the first team. And it took them a while to get it right, but they did in the end. But once again, it's not something that have had in the modern day because uh, he wouldn't have lasted. Right, uh, interesting at, at the bottom. There's a game tomorrow between Leicester and uh, Nottingham Forest, and they are the two lowest teams in the league. And uh, it just looks uh, as if for them the writing is on the wall this far out. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, Forest, I think, 
Uh, I, I don't think I don't think either of these teams will be relegated. Um, to be honest, mm, I think there are okay. worse teams in the league than, the, than them. But I think you know Leicester City, uh, they are the, they're running into problems. They've got a bloated squad. Um, they were trying to move players on that they couldn't move. They were trying to hold on to players that people did want. And um, we saw Fafana and then go to Chelsea for seventy million, and that meant they haven't been able to freshen up the squad. I don't think Brendan Rodgers is overly. Um, happy there, so that may be a change we see in the in the near future. Maybe um, in the next couple of weeks, he may cha- uh, they may change their manager there. But I think they've still got enough in that squad. You know, when you consider they've got Vardy, they've got James Madison, uh, they've got Yuri Tullemans, um, they've got you know uh, Castagna at right back. They've got guys that, that won the Premier League only a few seasons ago there, so they've got enough experience and goals in them. I think that they will get it right. Uh, they just need a little bit of time. And, and for Nottingham Forest, they came up, uh, they're now owned by the same guy that owns Olympiacos, but when they came up, they 19 players left the club, either because contracts were up or they were on loan from Premier League teams. So they had to rebuild. They signed 21 players in the off-season. So then you can imagine how long it takes to get them to gel and to all be singing off the same song sheet. They've brought in some very good players. They've still got the core of the squad that got promoted of the of the starting 11 anyway that played in the final, in the playoff final. So I think the Nottingham Forest will come right uh, so long as they, they, they stick with Steve Cooper and give them the time. I think Forest, they've, they've bought well and they've bought smart. I think they will come right. Uh, he just needs a bit more time to get everybody gelling in that team. What an amazing story for Anna Leet. Um, of course, uh, our goalkeeper um, for our football ferns. Uh, she's been fantastic. She debuted for Aston Villa over the weekend, saved four penalties in a shootout win over Manchester United. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, superb. I mean, she was at West Ham last season and couldn't get a game, basically. Um, so so left and has, has taken the opportunity uh, to go to Aston Villa and, and, and she's getting an opportunity there. So, I, you know, I think Anna Leet is a player that we'll, we'll see more of. I think she's a player that, um, you know, really is now going to be uh, vying with Vic S and, and Erin Naylor to be the number one for the football firms with World Cup just around the corner. And, you know, she's playing at the highest level of any of those three. Vikessen's at Glasgow Rangers, um, playing in their women's team, and Erin Naylor's playing in Sweden. But uh, I think she's playing at the highest level. And, you know, Villa at the moment, you know, that was a cup game that they that they won on penalties. Um, but they've started the Women's Super League really well as well. They're, they're two from two in that game. They're currently sitting third behind Arsenal and Manchester United in that league. So, yeah, that's uh, it's a fantastic story. And, you know, just more... Uh, another another indication of, of of how much talent we do have in New Zealand football and the amount that we have now playing professionally overseas. And just uh, finally, what isn't a fantastic story uh, is the tragedy uh, in Malang in uh, Indonesia with uh, 120 plus people dying after police firing tear gas in an attempt to stop violence triggered a stampede of fans scrambling to get out. That is a horrific story. Yeah, it takes you back to the 80s, doesn't it, Smithy? Um, yeah, it does. You know, and we had, had those problems in Europe and, and the UK, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I think it's now the deadliest sports event in history, uh, they're calling it. And originally the uh, uh, the reports were saying that, you know, it was 174. I think that death toll may go up. Um, 
Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there'll be, I'm sure that FIFA will be looking pretty hard at that. I mean, it's the last thing that they want coming into a World Cup. You know, we're only, what, six weeks away from everything stopping for a, for a World Cup. Uh, and the world is talking about, um, you know, the way that the game has been placed in Indonesia. And, you know, I think there'll be, uh, that'll be looked at pretty hard by not just FIFA, but probably the Indonesian government as well. Uh, and probably some heads will roll out of that police force, you'd have to think. You'd have to think so, yep. Uh, Ricardo, always great to, to catch up. I hope um, I hope you recover well and very soon, mate. There's always another game. There's always another game. Well, we won the, the, we won the right? second half 3-2, Smithy. We won the second half 3-2. Can I hold on to that? Okay. Yeah, hold on to that. Hold on to that, my friend. Great to, <laughs> great to, great to, great to chat, uh, mate, as always, and thanks for your update. Cheers. No worries, mate. Go well. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.